This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen, and thanks for tuning in to Benzinga's Daily Stocks to Watch podcast, a place where every single trading day you can get at least five trading ideas, you can get some good education, you can get some good insight as to what the Benzinga Pro News Desk team, what some traders around the Benzinga communities are talking about, and you're going to get all this really good info in really quick fashion. The podcast is usually like 10 to 15 minutes, and we're joining you a little bit later here today. We're kind of trying out some different times to see which times our viewers are a little bit more receptive. Let's see if a few more you tune in a little bit later after the market open. Get that market open, get your first 15, 20, 30 minutes of trade, and then maybe tune into the Benzinga Daily Sax Watch podcast and get some cool ideas. Today is Friday, September 30th, 2022, the last day in September, folks. Uh, tomorrow is the official start of the last quarter of 2022. Believe it or not, folks. We got a really good list today. We have a few major news items out, and we're going to consider a sympathy play for one of our major news items. And then we're going to just take a look directly at our other big earnings report for today. We're going to hit you with those in just a couple minutes here. First, I want to give a really quick preview of the list that we're going to go over today. And then we're going to jump into these names a little bit further. Our first stock to watch for the day is Bath and Body Works. It's ticker BBWI. Stock to watch number two is Micron, ticker MU. Stock to watch number three is Tesla TSLA. Stock to watch number four is Duke Energy DUK is the ticker. And our last stock to watch for the day, our Momo, our momentum play for the day to end this week is a company called SecLL. It's ticker SQL. Let's start with Bath and Body Works, folks. This is a little idea, a little sympathy idea, but potentially also a bit of a contrarian play 
following Nike, that sticker NKE's earnings that were out late yesterday after the close, uh, Nike reporting better than expected quarterly results. However, inventory figures did weigh on shares of Nike here this morning. Shares were trading down like around 10%. That's a pretty big move for Nike. And I did want to highlight that we have a bit of a reversion here in, in Nike as far as the sentiment goes on Wall Street. And that is really important, folks. So uh, Nike, you know, like a few years ago, the main headline figure that a lot of investors and traders focus on for Nike was the inventory levels. Not even really the earnings, not even really the sales. It was the inventory figures. A couple years ago, Nike stopped focusing on those inventory levels as a main focus for their earnings reports and thus traders kind of like also pulled back from a little bit of that perception today here we're seeing that investors are again factoring in inventory levels for nike and they are weighing on shares now as far as we'll see we'll get to where bed bath and body uh bed and bath and body works connects with nike here in just a sec i did just want to highlight that you know despite the inventory concerns at nike a lot of analysts on the sell side are out here today still optimistic on nike if you're joining us on twitter and you can see the screen here uh, you can see producer Asley is showing in our news tool a lot of analyst updates here this morning. And for the most part, a lot of these analysts, although they're taking down their price targets, they are maintaining optimistic on Nike shares. You can see a Guggenheim analyst maintaining a buy rating. You can see a UBS analyst maintaining a buy rating. JP Morgan analyst maintaining the equivalent of a buy rating, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I saw a note from a Morgan Stanley analyst commenting on the Nike earnings, and I wanted to highlight uh, a few points here. I actually have a couple analysts I want to highlight. There was an analyst at Telsey, which is a sort of retail slash apparel focus research firm. Uh, with a quick comment here on Nike's results overall, the analysts at Telsey there saying the revised fiscal year 23 outlook was disappointing due to the need to take more markdowns to clear through seasonal inventory levels uh, and work down high inventory levels, which were up about 44% on a year-over-year -year basis. And a Morgan Stanley analyst, I mentioned that Morgan Stanley analyst just a minute ago, also noting that gross margins for Nike were a little worse than expected. Now, despite the kind of like tempering there on Nike's just reported results, that Morgan Stanley analyst said that, quote, while revised guidance may have disappointed the market, in our view, it reflects Nike's ongoing commitment to its consumer direct acceleration strategy and its broader direct to consumer transformation. More specifically, we applaud Nike's decision to take a short term gross margin hit. Uh, and continue investing at administrative costs to support that direct-to-consumer business. Now, where Be uh, Bath & Body Works comes in is, although this Morgan Stanley analyst is still favorable on the shares on the company, the analyst said, uh, while valuation levels may make for an attractive entry point for Nike long-term investors, we instead highlight more compelling investment opportunities elsewhere in our coverage with either higher earnings per share visibility and or greater valuation re-rating opportunities 
Bath and Body Works, one of those. Skechers, ticker SKS, and also Lululemon, ticker LULU, were those other stocks that this Morgan Stanley specifically called out as potentially being uh, more opportunity than Nike right here. Really good information here that we're getting on Nike. High level information that, in my opinion, a lot of times flies under the radar when we're looking at earnings plays. And I kind of segueing into our second stock to watch, Micron, ticker MU. A uh, company also reported their quarterly results last night. Shares were a little bit lower in the pre-market session, trading down like a half percent or so. The results out of Micron were mixed. They had some concerning guidance. I think that's kind of what was weighing on shares a little bit here uh, earlier this morning. And kind of same story with Nike. Micron analysts remained optimistic on shares following that earnings report. Uh, I wanted to highlight a couple quick comments from analysts. An analyst at Rosenblatt here this morning saying that a poor outlook from Micron uh, was driven more on the inventory side at customers, meaning like customers are going to bear a lot of that expense. Uh, the analyst also noting that Micron noted their November and February quarters will likely mark a bottom for demand levels in the storage space. Uh, Rosenblatt calling Micron the best cycle play for 2023. A comment here uh, from a Needham analyst, inventory adjustments at Micron across all end markets drove a sizable top line miss for the company's fourth quarter and an even bigger guide down for the company's uh, first quarter. And concerns of a global economic slowdown have companies tightening their belts and the uh, memory industry is still feeling the sting. Having said that, we believe Micron is significantly undershipping its demand in order to clear out excess inventory. We expect demand to inflect exiting the February 2023 quarter. Smartphone and PC markets were the first hit when it comes to memory and will likely be the first to emerge on the other end. So again, yes, a little concern here for Micron today and maybe for the next quarter or two, but this analyst at Needham still favorable on Micron shares kind of heading into and through the first quarter of 2023. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Stock to watch number three, folks, is Tesla, T-S-L-A. Uh, there was kind of an under-the-radar call by an analyst this week, uh, excuse me, last week on Tesla. I saw this comment from this analyst, and I thought it was going to get a little bit more traction around Wall Street. It didn't. So that's why I kind of wanted to highlight it here today. Uh, there was a call from a very known bear in Tesla. This guy has taken a ton of heat in Tesla shares over the last few years for being a bear. 
guy is a really smart guy. He has a lot of really good data that he uses. I think, you know, where he's always lost when it comes to his opinion on Tesla has just been the extreme momentum in Tesla shares over the last few years. And I wanted to read a couple of data points from that research note from Gordon Johnson late last week. Uh, he's over at GLJ Research. That's his own firm. And uh, a quote here from Gordon from his note last week, and you'll see why I'm bringing that up this week at the end of the week, even though I felt like it was a little bit on under the radar in just a sec here, folks. So Gordon saying that this was on September 23rd and 24th that this note in so that this note came out. So just keep that in mind. He said, we learned that Tesla's China sales for the week of September 12th through 18th came in at about 16,000. That was down about 13% on a week over week, week basis. Gordon doing a little extrapolation. He said, assuming a 5% growth in total cars sold in China over uh, the last two weeks of the month, he is extrapolating that Tesla's China sales for September will be just under 120,000. And then kind of taking that out further, Q3 deliveries will be around 350,000 in China. The current analyst estimate is closer to 360,000. So a little bit worse than expected. And interestingly, Gordon highlighting a belief in that research note last week, he said Tesla's investor relations will likely begin talking down further the company's Q3 uh, estimates for deliveries. This is kind of interesting because we did have some commentary, at least a report on Tesla deliveries this week, kind of hinting at what Gordon said, but it wasn't exactly as expected. If Gordon said that he thought Tesla was going to start sort of talking down those figures, we sort of heard the opposite of that. We heard a report uh, that the company expects a higher volume of deliveries at the end of the quarter and that they're kind of were like asking their employees for help in getting to these deliveries. Now, maybe that's Tesla's way to start talking down these figures. We don't really know, given, you know, the kind of like volatility of uh, Tesla's investor relations. Uh, there will also was a headline that I would be remiss to not mention this week that said Tesla will hold production at its Shanghai plant at about 93% capacity through the end of 2023. Kind of interesting there. If you want to hear more about this call from Gordon Johnson, a longtime bear in Tesla, he is going to be on Benzinga's YouTube on Monday of next week at, I think, 1.45 p.m. If you go to YouTube and you search Benzinga, you can find our YouTube channel really easily, folks. Our fourth stock to watch for the day is Duke Energy, ticker D-U-K. We also have another play here that I did not include in the written stocks to watch notice. And that was on, uh, that's on Dominion Energy, that's ticker D. We have an update here from the South in the United States. Uh, after Hurricane Ian made landfall in Florida yesterday, uh, two days ago, excuse me, uh, it started breaking up as usually happens when we have hurricanes that start hitting land. They really gain strength over the water, especially warm water. And what happened is uh, Ian was kind of like supposed to go up through uh, up through Florida and into uh, some of the southern states. What happened is it got blown east and it almost immediately went across Florida and 
unfortunately went back out into the sea it went into the atlantic ocean and folks this thing has turned back into a hurricane again usually after uh, a hurricane hits land it starts breaking up it doesn't turn into a hurricane again it starts dissipating because it was out in the water it is a hurricane again uh the hurricane is usually classified by the force of winds now, uh, Duke Energy is the utilities company, just like we highlighted a utilities company in Florida yesterday. Duke Energy is one of the top utilities providers in the Carolinas. And as you can see on screen right now, this thing is projected to make landfall in South Carolina later today. It's going to be over the northern part of South Carolina and heading into North Carolina like tomorrow morning, like early tomorrow morning, like two, three in the morning. So this thing is going to break up pretty quickly as it gets over land. Wanted to give a little perspective on the force that we could be dealing with. I'm sure y'all have seen some of the clips that are coming out of Florida with, you know, uh, communities dealing with stuff going down, uh, going on down there. Uh, if the winds when Ian made landfall, in Florida were like 120, 130, 140 miles per hour. The winds are going to be more like 80 or 90 miles per hour when they're hitting South Carolina. But the wind isn't the thing that makes a lot of the damage with major hurricanes. A lot of the times it's the storm surge, the water coming into the coast and damaging a lot of things. And that folks is created by the barometric pressure of a hurricane. If the barometric pressure, a lower pressure can cause more damage. It creates that surge. And if the barometric pressure was around, you know, like 950 millibars for when Ian was hitting the coast of Florida, it's going to be closer to like a thousand. That's a little bit more favorable as far as that storm surge. So we'll see what's going on here as Ian is going to be hitting South Carolina here in like the next few hours. Uh, big expectations for similar power outages as were affecting Florida. If there were like, you know, a million or two people, two million people without power in Florida after Ian went through, we're probably going to be expecting somewhere around there as this thing is going through South Carolina and North Carolina. Our last stock to watch for the day, folks is sec ll it's ticker sql this is kind of like your penny stock low float momentum play for the day in the pre-market session i use my movers tool on benzinga pro to identify this name shares were trading up like 18 percent. i couldn't find any news to account for the stock to move higher this is a low float name as i mentioned shares have around 7 million shares in their float. And as you know, if you watch the podcast, low float names are a target for a lot of traders to create a little bit of volatility, a little bit of volume, some trading momentum. And that seems to be the case here for SQL today. It is like a 75 cent or so stock. So just in, something to keep in mind. This is like a uh, uh, related to like gene sequencing. I think the company provides, uh, you know, DNA aspects for other companies that are looking for such application doesn't really matter what the company does. A lot of times with these momentum plays, traders just want to see price action. They just want to see volatility. They want to see volume and they go and trade the chart. All right, folks. I hope you got a lot of the good information that we gave here today 
on the podcast. That's going to wrap it up here for us today. For us this week, we'll be back on Monday with five more socks that you can watch throughout the day from Benzinga's daily Socks Watch podcast. Hope everyone has an excellent weekend and good luck with your trades today. Later, folks. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.